like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prunes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. And uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, what is commonly like a really difficult subject because um, in a lot of ways uh, we're going to be talking about uh, contracts and negotiations, or sorry, negotiations leading into contracts. In the BDSM world, um, uh, a lot of times these are really just such a daunting task and no one wants to really do them because we get caught up in the lust of the moment and we kind of gloss over them and they oftentimes lead to really destructive relationships uh, because people don't get to uh, be upfront about uh, who they are. A lot of times it leads to um, somebody submitting too early, someone exercising uh, too much dominance uh, or into an uncomfortable level for, uh, for a submissive. And so it just can kind of lead to an imbalanced, uh, somewhat destructive power exchange. And so uh, it, this is a really important step, but I want to simplify it because it's something that's underutilized in our community. And uh, we are making these videos, these foundational videos, because we, we want uh, to shape, help shape the community and restore some of the things that, that are real good structures. And we also want to help build the community that we want to see. Uh, we want to see our BDSM communities healthy and strong, stable. Uh, we want to see it vibrant. We want to see our BDSM community uh, thriving and prospering uh, because we really believe that uh, this lifestyle is a great lifestyle. Uh, it has a lot of benefits, uh, a lot of personal benefits and emotional benefits for people. And, um, you know, it's, it's something that we enjoy when we can do it safely and when we cannot do it, when we can do it where we don't, aren't destructive towards one another, uh, it's really helpful. A lot of people get really disenfranchised and um, really disillusioned uh, because they go in, they go onto a site like FetLife or one of the other types of social medias and they, they see that um, things aren't functioning really well. Things aren't functioning correctly. And they, um, they think that um, there's just a problem like there's oh there's just no good doms or no good subs out there there's just so many people that are fake and it's not that people are fake people are just they're skipping over parts uh, they're they're not um, taking the time to build a really good so solid firm foundation you know uh, when you go do things like algebra or calculus or phys really, you know, physics and string theories and all these other types of things, though, all those things are built on a real basic foundation of basic mathematical principles. Uh, so if you don't know the basics, you can't do the more advanced things. And so um, if you want to have 
a successful BDSM relationship, then you need to also really kind of know these foundational things. And maybe, you know, like I said, simplifying this process will help uh, help you see that it's really important and it'll help you get through it and uh, add ne negotiations and contracts to your relationship in a way that they are simply, uh, to me, they are simply um, discussion and agreement. And that's really what they are. They're uh, taking the time to discuss things and coming to an agreement. And a contract, can't, it, it can be written or unwritten. It's really, a lot of times it's best in our world that we write something down so that we can reference it. Or we have a series of text messages that are really long of, of, that record our conversation back and forth so we can reference, you know, the, uh, you know this and that and this and that, that sort of thing. And so, um, but ultimately, it'd be great to have them written down. So I have my notes here. I'm going to pull them up before I ramble too much. I will say this, that I am uh, Primal Piggy. You can find me on Facebook at the Primal Piggy, all one word. If you put the at sign in, in up there, it will pull me up. Uh, you can find me. Also, I am cross-posting this video to Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape. You can find that by putting the at sign, putting WCDTBDSM, all those letters all together. And so you'll find this video on both of those. And so um, really three things go together in negotiations, contracts, and collars. But we're going to talk about uh, uh, collars in a future video uh, because I want to, you know, there's, uh, that's, this is such a broad, huge topic. I want to like divide it into, into the two. And so, you know, for those fairly new to BDSM, the idea of negotiating a relationship in addition to negotiating a scene uh, may cause you to throw your hands up in frustration because it's a lot of work. Uh, and, you know, people may say, you know, this BDSM is just the, the amount of work this culture involves is just too much. And so, but, you know, it's really for your for your own good. It's for the good of the relationship. And in the same way that um, negotiating a scene helps you, you know, both parties uh, know that their needs are being met and that they have a successful outcome, it applies to our relationship as well. And so we often say that, you know, we uh, we plan a scene, for instance, we, you know, we're going to do this and then that, and we, we, we build up or, we, you know, we, we build, you know, up and down um, so that the sensations grow. Like um, if you're going to have a spanking scene, you want to warm up the skin, for instance, uh, you know, you want to go start light and build and then maybe brought, drop down lighter again and build again or something like that. And so we build scenes that way, um, you know, but oftentimes really um, we're even glossing over the negotiations of scenes and we're just getting caught up in the lust. We're getting caught up in the lust of a scene and we're just get we're and, you know, a lot of times our scenes are suffering <laughs> from that. And so. Um, that's, you're going to want to, you know, step back for a second, especially if you're dominant, you're going to want to step back for a second and, and have a few more conversations, uh, before you get caught up in the lust. And so if you don't go through the time and trouble to prepare, or if you, if you'll do it, you'll have a better time, uh, with your partner. If you give up, you give into your lust and you just move in really fast, this, the scene will be really messed up. 
It really will. You'll you'll have some really awkward moments, and you won't have good transitions, uh, good like segues from one thing to another. And um, you know, sometimes you'll uh, do things that your partner that are your partner's limits and not know. And you know, you, you may have uh, a lot of safe words come up, and then you don't know. You know, if you don't know what the safe words are, you know, there are all kinds of uh, drama and things that can go wrong. You know, if you'll replace chance with planning, it'll result in a focused intent. And so uh, let me repeat that one more time. If you'll replace chance with planning, oh my gosh, you'll have such a good result. It'll be really, really good. So um, something to note is, you know, we're going to be talking about negotiations and leading into a contract. Now, remember, negotiations equal discussions. You're just having discussions about uh, things related to your relationship. Um, now, this isn't related just to scenes or how you seen. This is your overall BDSM relationship, uh, whether you're DS or MS, DDLG, any one of those, any variety of BDSM um, uh, power exchange relationships, you're going to, uh, or authority exchange relationships, you're going to want to have uh, a, a time of discussion and then come to some sort of agreement. It's really simple, really easy, and we call that process oftentimes negotiations and contracts. Um, a lot of times where we get caught up is uh, in, in BDSM, it's almost like this process is somewhat of a ritual and it gets really hyped up to be like this, almost this ritualistic kind of thing. And, uh, you know, it, it sometimes just feels like way too much. Like this is going to be, this is like so official. And so all this pomp and circumstance. And if you're more of a casual person, um, this step can seem like really overwhelming. A lot of times some of us suffer from uh, like anxieties of different types and things and this whole process, if you throw it into like this whole, like almost business, uh, this real high protocol terminology of con negotiations and contracts, you can really lose a lot of people. It can really feel super overwhelming. And, um, you know, we have to just dial it back a little bit uh, oftentimes. And so if if that high protocol really appeals to you, then you, this video isn't largely for you other than the fact that you're going to um, really benefit from uh, when I talk about some of the discussions that we need to have uh, to make sure that you uh, there's no loophole no holes in 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 your negotiations um, uh, but this is for the person that's like this is just overwhelming and so uh, and for the person that's not doing negotiations and contracts and the relationships are just imploding and exploding and just and you're you're you know you think it's uh, the other person's fault or you know what am I doing wrong why is this not working for me why am I going from relationship to relationship and you know just have this whole trail of tears and this whole huge um, just drama going on why you know why isn't it working out or uh, why am I, uh, you know, why am I, or it's for the person also that's jumping way too fast. 
you know, you know who you are. You're submitting after two days or a week or two weeks. That's not even real submission because you can't submit unless you know that, you know, know who the dominant person is and know what they believe. We'll get to that right here. And so contracts are not created by the dominant and then offered to the submissive. They're developed together. Uh, they go, you know, they go a long ways towards uncovering uh, the strong personal preferences we have and, that haven't come up yet in our discussions. Because a lot of times when we first meet each other, we're talking about, uh, you know, play techniques or, uh, you know, just th we're, tr we're giving almost a resume of what we've done or um, who we know or, you know, what we know about BDSM. We're, we're largely just making sure that someone is safe, <laughs> someone someone knows has some were you know some types of experience or what that level of experience is and then when we move kind of beyond that initial phase to where we're starting to uh, want to build a relationship then we um, have to uh, have a more serious discussion uh, and then we have that leads to an agreement and that's negotiations and contracts and so uh, a contract really is this. It says, look, this is what I believe in. This is what I'm concerned about. This is how I'd like you to interact with me. Now tell me what you believe in and whether anything in here might not feel right to you. And so that's what a contract is. Or a contract is. It's coming to an agreement. It's saying, it gives you the opportunity to say, these are the things I feel strongly about. This is what I believe. These are the things that I'm concerned about. Uh, this is what, um, how I want you to interact with me. Uh, you know, this, this is a dominant um, and a submissive talking together and um, coming up with uh, a, a, an agreement. So for contracts to work, for these agreements to work, they have to be real. They can't just be something you copy off the internet and fill in the blanks. Uh, they have to be, um, you know, this is your discussions and this is your agreement. It's personalized. It's personal to you. Now I can give you some guidelines and things and I will. Now remember what we talked about in a, in a previous video. There's going to be a difference in, con in negotiations and contracts or the types of discussions and the type of agreement you come to between a DS relationship and an MS relationship because remember one is a power exchange and the other one is an authority exchange. A DS or a DDLG is a power exchange relationship and that means that you have a, a DOM has influence over a submissive and then the other is an, an MS relationship is an authority exchange. That means the master has authority over a slave. And so it's going to be it's going to have a different uh, a different set of discussions, and then also a different set of agreements, or a different type of agreement. And so you know it's not going to be the same. So here's my suggestion to you: you start out with what's called a training contract, um, not a full blown huge contract. And so. Um, this is the getting to know you stage, not the okay, here we go for the long haul stage. So you're going to, you know, create 
a contract that meets your, your particular needs. So you're going to have a set of discussions that lead to an agreement that is, um, is you know, uh, what are the indicators of success for like the next three months? You know, and then what does success look like to us? And what does failure look like to us? So you're wanting to plan just for like the next three months um, as you relation, you know, as you're somewhat uh, a training period is a good way to put it, where um, uh, you're both beginning to conform uh, to be the dominant and the submissive in this relationship because you're being the dominant to the submissive and the submissive is being submissive to the dominant. And so you're both having to conform and change aspects of your life to incorporate the other person. A dominant doesn't just come in and, and find a doormat. And the, the submissive just does everything that, uh, you know, just automatically does everything the dominant says. The dominant has to mold his, his or her dominance to the submissive. And the submissive has to, to mold his or her submission to the dominant. And so you're coming, it's a coming together. That's a lot of times what a covenant is. It's somewhat of a short-term covenant that you're coming together and you're molding and shaping and changing and fitting yourselves together into a relationship. Um, we'll look at some of those different, some of the different types of things in a negotiation. Let me get here. And so, um, uh, the process of writing a contract, it forces both of us to, or both of you to talk about and work through the real fundamental aspects of your lives or your working together. Um, let me take a sip of this water here. So even if you're both married to one another or have been in a long-term relationship already, and you're now converting your marriage or that relationship to a DS or an MS, this contracting, you know, these, these discussions and agreements phase enables you to sit down and work through relationship issues that were often assumed to be one way or the other. You're going to have, you know, you're going to get to, uh, uh, you're going to have to get to communicate on a whole different level than you, what you would would do with and so um, BDSM involves more communication and uh, contracts uh, can serve as a way to put boundaries around the initial emotions gone wild <laughs> that those you know that new relationship energy in fact um, we'd suggest that you that your initial contract be like three to six months in order to see yourself safely through that whole lust phase and more into like a more relaxed, logical phase. Um, and that way, the, your con uh, these types of contracts, they force people to bring up tough topics, topics that are glossed over, and they serve to protect uh, people who don't know one another very well, but who want to build a trust and also want to do risky things. Because there's a certain amount of risk involved in BDSM. We call it, uh, excuse me, we call it risk aware consensual kink rack. And so there, it, uh, kink is consensual 
and there yet there are risks involved. Uh, there's you know different types of um, uh, different types of play involved that you know can be risky, and so it helps balance uh, physically kinky risks with uh, by anchoring them with the emotional risks, and so. Um, contracts are serious pledges, and one of the characteristics of that type of agreement is that there's an end date. They they expire, and so that's why we want you to do one, do up an agreement for about three to six months, and then you know then you can sit down and at the end of it, and it gives you both an opportunity to modify the the aspects of your agreement so that the things that didn't work well when you first put it together. You can change those. And so there really needs to be some type of a contract review process, even along the way. Um, I know that even in like in an MS relationship, that sometimes people will have what they call porch time. And porch time is where um, you can, for a br that brief moment, when you call a porch time meeting, whatever, you get you go out on the porch and um, you you can, for a brief moment, step out of the dynamic and talk about things in a real frank way and uh, where you can, you know, this is during a, more of a training period or along the way where you need to have a real serious conversation or you need, you know, this isn't working. So it gives you an opportunity to step out of the dynamic uh, just for a brief time, uh, still being respectful of one another and talk about some of the things, some of the agreement that you've made. And so, um, these are the types of things, we're going to go through a little list here, the types of things that you're going to want to, the types of discussions you're going to want to have so that you come to an agreement. And then an agreement is really going to be simple. After you have made these different discussions, like I said, you want to die, if you need to dial back the ritual of it. If it just needs to be like, okay, here's a list of some of the things we need to talk about um, through, you know, uh, you know, when we get together or, you know, let's just, let's break these up into little chunks. Let's talk about these important, you know, these important things. Let's see what you feel strongly about and what I feel strongly about. And, uh, um, you know, let's just kind of work through these things because we want to be, we want to be constructive. We want to build something we're building a relationship and so uh, we want uh, we want to look at these specific types of discussion things and come to an agreement it's as simple as that so who are each of you and what roles do you intend to play are you you know who's the dom who's the sub who's the master who's the slave Oh, who's the top? Who's the bottom? Who's you know what? What are you thinking about? Um, and then you know I'm the dominant, but I want to bottom to these certain types of things, or you know, or I'm the submissive, but I like to top in this way occasionally, or you know, or whenever. And so, and then exclusivity. You know, it, are you both single? Are you attached to other people? Um, what, what, you know, if others, uh, then go into detail describing everyone's role and responsibility, is there other submissives involved, other dominants, other daddies, other, 
you know, what, who else is involved and how exclusive are you? A biological family, what provisions are made for like minor children or aged parents? And so um, those are important discussions to be had. Um, you know, are you keeping all of your BDSM, you know, just in a bubble or is it spilling somewhat into your everyday life? And, you know, how does that look for y'all? And so uh, the breadth of control, you know, um, does this contract hold true outside of the house or only in the home, in the bedroom, outside the bedroom? Um, and then, uh, you know, is it, uh, do, is there any type of influence that I have over your, uh, your professional or work life, religious, spiritual training? You know, sometimes people like to incorporate sex magic or paganism or, um, uh, even the, their mainline religions into their DS. And so, you know, the things to consider existing financial condition. Do I have in, any influence over finances like that? So, you know, what types of, what types of influence am I wanting to have? Um, and then outedness, this is a good one here is like, um, are either of you out or are you still closeted? Like, um, you know, will you be using like a, a scene name like Primal Piggy or whatnot? I mean, I don't, I'm comfortable using my biological name or my, you know, my own name uh, with people I know and all of that. You know, the internet's a huge place. And so Primal Piggy works really well for me. And it's, to me, it's just kind of a fun name. It's, to me, it's somewhat of a brand name-ish kind of thing. And so I, I like it. It describes me. And, uh, it's, it's just, for me, it's a fun name to use. Um, how, how will you behave in public? How are you going to be behave at a family's holiday party? Different kind of things. Um, here's a big one. Health. Let's see. These are, this is something that gets glossed over. It's like, you know, do you have issues with fluid bonding? Um, STIs, uh, what types of, uh, safe, safer sex practices, you know, what kinds of barriers do you do plan or, or expect to use? Is there any mental health issues that you know of that, you know, that you want that we need to be made aware of so that we can, you know, how do we tailor this thing to, you know, anxieties or traumas or any of those kinds of any of that kind of stuff? Um, what are our mutual wants and needs? You know, what does each party in this agreement get out of signing it, you know? What's the benefit to the dom and the benefit to the sub? And, um, you know, what's, uh, does it, you know, does it require, um, uh, you know, certain types of trainings or do I want you to learn certain sort certain types of things? Um, you know, what kind of uh, communication or teaching strategy do you have? All these kind of things, you know, um, it's just, you know, it can be a lot or a little, but really it's, you know, what are the benefits? What are we both getting out of this um, property? Um, you know, uh, do you, you know, are we, um, uh, do I have any influence over your property? What, what kind of property do I have? What kind of assets and debts, uh, you know, will finances be shared or kept separate? You know, these are different things in um, especially if you begin to like move in together or something, 
and you're you're doing this uh, this the DS in you know in a live-in situation. What does that look like for the finances and um, uh, and you know what expectations do each of us have for one another for that? And then uh, speaking speaking freely, you know, will the submissive be permitted to speak freely to the dom? Uh, you know, are there protocols that you know that are expected? Um, uh, does the does the agreement recognize that the submissive is to notify the dom? about um about you know what things and you know just it's just be i don't want to get too involved with that you know you know what kinds of things what kind of notifications do i need to give uh do i need to tell my dominant every place that i go or where i'm at at all times those sorts of things it's different things to talk about um punishment uh Will you distinguish between punishment and correction? Um, uh, what, you know, are we into punishments and punishments? Is that, you know, uh, uh, what types of uh, resistance is allowed? Um, this would be where somebody is, is more, um, is more bratty and how in their, in their style of, um, of doing things or not. Um, you know, that definitely needs to be talked about. Um, uh, we need to have those character discussions and figure out um, which things are dynamic related and which things are uh, character related. And so we just need to have that important discussion. Another discussion would be like a safety discussion. What emotional and financial safeguards are we going to put in place for the submissive, both during the relationship and when the relationship ends and what's the safe word and are we going to use red, yellow, and green? Um, uh, sexuality. Um, does this contract include sex? And if so, how is sex defined? What level of consent are you, are, are you willing to give? And are you going to assume consent or is it going to be explicit? And, um, is the is the dom or and or the sub free to play sexually with others? Um, can the submissive be loaned out? Uh, will the uh, will it be a multi-submissive household? Um, what types of polyamory or swinging multiple slaves? All you know what? Uh, um, this is also a place to discuss uh, sex with um, people of the same gender. What? What what is your sexuality and how does that um how does that mold with your particular set of values and um, some people have strong feelings based on uh, religious preferences and things and you want to definitely discuss and because you don't want to get involved um, um, or you want to make sure that your involvement is um, mutually beneficial to each person and so. Openness is the nature of your relationship to be discreet. Is it open? Is it obvious to the public, work colleagues, family? Uh, what level of transparency do you have? <coughs> and so, um, what level of openness is there? 
Um, you know, if it's discreet, you know, what's, um, you know, what are the reasons for that? And what's the reason, if it's more open, what are the reasons for that? Um, discipline, what nature and extent of the, is the dominance control? Um, how is do- discipline to be administered? Are there restrictions on forms of discipline um, relating to like mental health uh, or uh, physical health? And so, um, uh, what are the uh, implements used for uh, carrying out discipline? Uh, you know, just these are a lot of different discussions. There's only a couple more. Um, and these are just like an overview. This is going to be really tailored to who you are. These are just discussions that you need to have so that you can come to some type of agreement. And then in each of these, you may want to write something out in the in the sentence, you know, I expect this, this is this, you expect this, this is that, and then that's your really simple agreement. Uh, finance, um, you know, explaining pre-existing wealth, um, uh, you know, uh, you know. Uh, my suggestion to you is that you, uh, in this three month, three to six month period, you um, pro- possibly, especially in the lust phase, that you don't get too. Um, uh, too wrapped up in finances, but um, something that, you know, are you expecting your submissive to wear certain forms of um, certain outfits and who's going to pay for those? That could be a financial discussion. Uh, Are you wanting to, are you expecting your dominant to uh, do rope play? Who's going to buy the rope? You know, uh, are you, you know, are there things that you, that each of you wants out of the relationship and how are you going to, you know, who's going to who's gonna buy those different types of things? Who's going to be responsible for what? Um, you may not already have rope, and you may want to incorporate rope bondage. And so who's going to, um, you may need to go to uh, a training conference or, or um, some type of train, training involved to learn how to use the rope. And how are you going to pay for that? How is that going to, maybe you need to take a trip to, to go do that. And how are you, how are you going to pay for that? Different financial things. And then duration. How long is your contract going to be? And so, you know, of course, we want you to start out with like a three to six month. uh, And then, you know, we want you to be focused on what does success look like for this period of time and what's failure. And we want you to shape that first three to six months on that. And then as you renew, how, you know, how, how, when are we going to, revisit this contract and when do we need to have some additional discussions uh, when do we need to change this thing again and then you know kind of come up with an idea what are your expectations is this you know are you ready for a contract for life <laughs> you know what what is you know uh, you know what is realistic for you and so um, that is really the overall thing with negotiations and contracts. And so uh, I said all that just because I don't want you glossing over this time. It can really be, uh, like I said, it can be daunting. It can be really difficult uh, to do. And But this is a real important phase. You really need to have those conversations, those discussions, uh, don't get caught up in lust and just, you know, rush into 
a BDSM relationship power exchange dynamic, uh, of course there will be some lust. If you're really attracted to someone, there's going to be a lot. There's going to be lust there, and you're going to want to play, and you're going to you're going to feel things that are strong emotions. Especially when you get into like that subspace, you can experience that sub frenzy, <laughs> and uh, you can, you know, a somewhat of a dom frenzy. Even you really you begin to scene and do things that you really enjoy. You begin to play together and do things that you really enjoy, and it can really heighten the emotions. But you need to really make sure that you, uh, as you're uh, at some point that you're having these discussions, you're working through your relationship so that. You can have a strong, stable, healthy relationship, and so come up with something, uh, personalize it to you. How does it work for you? Um, like I can give you an example for me. We, um, my um, sub and I, we had a, a lot of these really important discussions, and we begin we began to learn each other's values, and and what we really strongly believed in. And we molded and changed ourselves to fit in to each other. There was give and take for both of us to, you know, build a relationship. And we talked about what we believed about, like, our polyamory and different other types of things. And for us, we were able to come to just agreement in general. And we didn't really need, for our personal relationship, we didn't need to write it down. Uh, we, because we were at a place where we could just, um, we could agree and that we have a real good relationship to where we, we rarely disagree. And so we were just kind of really, uh, we fit together really well. And so, but we didn't know that initially until we had those discussions. And so... Um, for you, you may not need a written agreement, but you need to come to an agreement. And so, um, like I said, a lot of times in our community, this is looked at as somewhat of a ritual. And so if that, if you find that hot and that really works for you, then that's great. But if not, don't get overwhelmed, have the discussions and come to an agreement and you have successfully done the, the negotiations and formed a contract if you a contract is just an agreement negotiations are just a discussion i hope that helps you out i hope that relieves some of the pressure that you may have been feeling and i hope that you do have these conversations and you do come to an agreement um you know about these aspects of your relationship and you have those tough discussions that's really important all right I'm Primal Piggy. You can find me on Facebook at The Primal Piggy. And uh, you can find me also on, at, I help admin uh, whips, chains, and duct tape at WCDT BDSM. This has been a great video. Thank you. I'm glad you, you took the time to go over this with me.